The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you by PropStop, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropStop.com or download the PropStop app. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com and get started today. Also, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to your Europa League round of 16 futures preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. It's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's BetMUFC, at BetMUFC. There'll be an episode dropping on Thursday. Off the back of the defeat in the Manchester derby, this is going to be a very interesting episode, so make sure you check that out. Also, follow, follow the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. It's at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. This is a service that I provide that has so far delivered 105 months in a row of transparent track profit. And we are three months away from being able to say we haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for nine straight years. So come aboard for number month, number 106. I'll be honest with you, I'll be transparent. You haven't missed much. It's been very much hit and miss so far here in the first week of the month. So we are looking to go on a little run and you can get involved just in time for that run as we look for number month, number 106. If you want to do your due diligence, have a look at the pinned tweet on the Twitter account at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom once again. Look at the pinned tweet. That will be the P&L for the previous month. If you look today, it will still be the month of January, but that will be getting changed tomorrow to the month of February. So you can have a look at the Transparent Track Profit. Have a look at the comments underneath the bottom. I use a Patreon site because it allows me to be fully tracked and transparent because all my members can comment underneath the posts. Therefore, if something was 
was removed from our spreadsheets or plays were added that didn't make sense, it would definitely reflect in the comment section and you just can't get away with that in 2022. So this is 100% legit. And also have a look if it's the type of bets you do, the type of units, the type of sports, you make sure you can get all the markets, do all that stuff because it's nothing worse than getting there and you can't get the players, you can't get NBA props, etc. So if you, it's a service for you. I don't think staking is going to be an issue because it's an everyman service. There's nothing stupid there like five units or 10 units, star, 10 star plays or 20 unit wells or anything like that. It is very realistic. It is for everybody. Just make sure you can get the play. So check it out. See what we do. Have a look at the spreadsheets. Look at the pin tweet. If you want to look at other spreadsheets, if you, you can go to the site and have a look for them. The easiest way to do that is to look at that spreadsheet that I'm telling you about on the pin tweet. Go down the bottom. You'll see little tags like football, tennis, NBA, NFL, etc. One says P and L. That will click to every P&L that we have. So you can have a look, have a proper scale through. And as I said, make sure you want to get involved in the service. But so far, this service has genuinely delivered 105 months in a row of transparent track profit. Lots of stuff in March. We're doing Europa League here. We've got Champions League as well. We've got domestic soccer. We've got NBA every single night. We've got tennis, boxing, UFC. So much to bet on. So get yourself involved over at lockbetting.com. Moving on with these Europa League futures, the tournament took a drastic change from the last round because the favourites were eliminated. Shockingly, Dortmund exited the tournament at the hands of Rangers, even up until half-time in the second leg, despite losing the first leg 4-2. I think Dortmund were still the favourites to go through. They were 1-0 down in that tie. But then once they pulled back to 2-1, it very much looked like they would win the second half and go on to win the tie. But they were eliminated, so they were out. Now, Barcelona installed as the clear favourites. And not surprisingly, they did a real job away to Napoli. And they're on a serious run at the moment with 18 games unbeaten. They are the rightful 5-2 favourites now to lift the trophy. It's 9-2 here on RB Leipzig. It's 11-2 on Sevilla. It's 8 to 1 on Atalanta. It's 12 to 1 here on Porto. It's 12 to 1 here on West Ham. What's interesting here is that the top five are teams that all came down from the Champions League. Barcelona, Leipzig, Sevilla, Atalanta, Porto. They all began in the Champions League. It's only when you get to West Ham here at 12 to 1, you get your first team who are genuinely in the Europa League from the start. Betis at 14 to 1, Leon at 16 to 1, Rangers 16 to 1, Leverkusen 20 to 1, Monaco 20 to, 20 to 1 as well. And everybody else is 33 to 1 or bigger. Moving on to these round of 16 games, It's hard to pick a tie of the round. For many people in England, it will be Sevilla versus West Ham because Sevilla often win this competition and West Ham have done really well just to get into this competition. It's been a massive upward trajectory for West Ham under David Moyes. But also I'd make a case for Atalanta and Bayer Leverkusen. I think that's a tie that's going to be full of goals. But we'll start with these Wednesday ties here because the action gets started tomorrow evening and we have Betis versus Eichert Frankfurt. We're not going to cover the money line prices or anything like that here. We're going to do that exclusively over at lockbetting.com. That's where we're going to cover all of the first legs and all of the second legs. So we are here to look at the outright markets. Here at Betis are the four to six favourites to qualify. And it's six to five here on Eitrick Frankfurt. For me, I lean with Betis here. Betis are the team in form. They've actually nestled themselves into Champions League contention in La Liga. Now, Atletico Madrid have had a little bit of a resurgence in recent weeks and so have Barcelona. And I would think that because of that, Betis are going to get edged out. They are now out of the top four. 27 games played this season, 14 wins 
four draws and nine defeats. They sit on 46 points, two points behind Atletico Madrid and two points behind Barcelona. So they could become the biggest victims of this resurgence of both Atletico and Barcelona in recent weeks and miss out on the Champions League via that. So I think when we're looking at Betis here and the form that they have shown this season, they should be the favourites to beat Eidrich Frankfurt. Eidrich Frankfurt have had a very inconsistent season. We know that they can play. We know that they hovered around the top four last season and almost got themselves into a Champions League position that ended up blowing it. They haven't shown that in the Bundesliga this season. They're nowhere near. They're a mid-table team sitting in 10th spot. However, what we do know is we know that this Eidrich Frankfurt team can play. And with absolutely nothing to play for in the Bundesliga, I would think that the Europa League becomes very, very important to this team and even more important to them than it is to Betis. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to win because obviously if Betis turn up and Eitrick Frankfurt turn up and both teams show the form that they've shown this season, Betis should win. But I just feel that Eitrick Frankfurt are going to go all in here across the two legs. They're also catching Betis in bad form. Betis have only won one of their last five home games and they played the first leg at home. Eitrick Frankfurt are unbeaten in Europe this season and they've been victorious in six of the last 10 away matches. Now, if they can get something in Betis and take this home to a massive one-off cup game in Frankfurt, I think they are a very live underdog here in this tie. So straight off the bat, I'm going to lean with an underdog here because I feel that Frankfurt's entire season hinges on this. And I would say that these two teams are very even if you take away the form that they've shown in their leagues this season. Up next, we look at the tie between Porto and Leon, where Porto are the four to five very slight favourites to qualify here, and Leon are available at 10 to 11. For me, it's absolutely key that Porto win the first leg, and I think they will win the first leg. They are very, very strong at home. And I feel they need to get themselves a good footing here in order to make sure that they qualify. But I expect this to be a tie that's extremely entertaining and end-to-end and full of goals. If you look at the first leg alone, both teams have scored with over two and a half goals also cashing in seven of the last nine Porto home games. Both teams have scored with over two and a half goals in four of the last five Porto home Europa League games. And both teams have scored with over two and a half goals in two of Lyon's three away Europa League games this season. So if there's goals here in the first leg, you can expect there to be goals in the second leg because somebody's going to be chasing the game, whether it be a draw or whether it be somebody had to lose this game. There's going to be more goals probably in the second leg than the first, but we've got overwhelming data to say there's going to be goals here in the first leg. The odds of three or more goals in Wednesday's tie is tempting given that 13 of Porto's last 16 matches have been overs, while the bet would have landed in four of Leon's last five European games as well. So I think goals is the way to go here for both legs. I'm not sure who is going to qualify in the end. I would edge Porto because they're just so good at home. The Leon have had a very, very poor season. They're expected to challenge for the Champions League, but they haven't. They haven't mounted a challenge for the top three. 
But where they have been good this season has been in the Europa League. And they're in the same situation to Eitrick Frankfurt that we just talked about. have absolutely nothing to play for domestically, but they have everything to play for in this competition. The problem is, I think the same is applicable to Porto because their league, as far as I'm concerned, is one. Porto have been absolutely incredible this season domestically. Yes, they got eliminated from the Champions League, but that was the ultimate group of death with AC Milan, Atletico Madrid and Liverpool in it. Whereas domestically, Porto have been unbeatable. In fact, they are unbeaten. They've won 25, sorry, they've played 25 games and won 21 of them, drawing just four without a single loss. So beating Porto is a very difficult task anywhere. But particularly at home, I think Porto used that first leg advantage, much like they did against Lazio, to make sure they are the team that goes through because Lazio were caught chasing that game. And they were two games that went over two and a half goals as well. So look for the goals and look for Porto to win the first leg and maintain that advantage in the second leg and end up going through here in this tie through to the Europa League quarterfinal. Up next, we move on to Thursday's action and we look at the tie between Sevilla and West Ham, where Sevilla are the slight favourites to qualify here at 4-5 to five, and West Ham are available here at even money. For me, this is a very, very tough ask for West Ham. They've had a dip in form domestically. I don't think it looks like they're going to qualify for the Champions League via their league position. So they could be all in here on the Europa League, but they are also in the FA Cup as well. As for Sevilla, they are the frequent winners of the Europa League. They just know how to win this competition. And it's weird because there is a big turnover in players, but yet still these new players come in like they did when they knocked out Man United in the semi-finals and beat Inter Milan in the final a couple of years ago and seem to just know how to win this competition. So I think it's very hard for me to see Sevilla being eliminated at the last 16 stage by a team who haven't really got too much experience in Europe, although they've done very well so far this season. The home leg's going to be key, but I think this is where Sevilla can get themselves a good fit in. They're unbeaten in 10 home matches and have not lost a Europa League match at home since 2016, whereas West Ham come into the first leg, having won just twice over 90 minutes in their last 11 on the road. So this is a tough, tough assignment here. I think the the challenge for top four is waning away. And I think eventually West Ham are just going to be left with going for the FA Cup. I don't like them here to to get through against Sevilla. And particularly the home leg is going to be tough. Where Sevilla is so strong in the Europa League. And they come into this um, unbeaten in their last 10 at home. Winning seven of those. And being beaten just once in 18 matches at home this season. And not losing at home in Europa League in 17 matches since 2016. This is all very, very tough for a West Ham team that look like they are slightly fatiguing at this point of the season. So I think I have a strong lean here on Sevilla to be the team that qualify at 4-5, to five, minus 125. Up next, we move on to Atalanta versus Bayer Leverkusen. This one is a bit of a toss-up. Atalanta are the slight favourites here at 4-5, to five, and Bayer Leverkusen here are at even money. I lean Atalanta because... 
they should have been challengers for Serie A this season. If you look at the company that Atalanta are compared to with Juve, Inter, AC Milan and Napoli, they should be in and among that group. Whereas Bayer Leverkusen were never really serious contenders for the Bundesliga. Now, obviously, that's a league where Bayern Munich are a cut above and you don't really have that in Serie A, although you really should have with the squad that Juve have at the moment. You don't. But um, that is definitely the case in Germany. So it's hard to make that comparison. But I just think on paper, Atalanta are a better side and they have more goals in them. And goals are going to be crucial here in this tie. I think it's just going to be a shootout in terms of who scores more than who. Over two and a half goals have been scored in 13 of Bayer Leverkusen's last 13 games. And both teams have scored in 13 of Leverkusen's last 15 as well. And they've only kept one clean sheet since mid-November. Whereas four of Atalanta's last seven outings have contained three or more goals. So this is going to be a goal fest. I lean Atalanta to qualify just because I think they're a better team on paper. But um, over two and a half goals and both teams to score, putting those together across two legs, I think you'll find a way to make a profit taking those selections here for this one. Up next, we move on to Barcelona versus Galatasaray, where Barcelona are basically being put through here by the books. They are 1-8 to to win the first leg and they are 1-16 to to qualify here. And obviously, there's zero value in anything here taking Barcelona other than the fact that you may want to take some handicap lines or you may want to take Barcelona to win and tack on the over two and a half goals. But I do think that they are correctly the strong, strong favourites. Maybe not that strong, but... But they should certainly be overwhelming favourites here against this Galatasaray team. They come into this game unbeaten in 16 across 90 minutes. They did have a cup exit and they did lose to Real Madrid in the Spanish Super Cup. But at the end of the day, they're unbeaten in 90 minutes in 16, not losing a game in 2022. They're highly effective in attack. They've had 19 goals in their last six games and they've had 82 shots at goal. So they are relentless. And as I said at the top of the show, they are worthy favourites to win the Europa League this season. And I actually strongly feel that they will. I think it's very difficult to beat Barcelona over two legs playing this way. Perhaps somebody will be able to park the bus and shut them down in the final. Uh, Maybe that would be a point where you may want to look at a hedge because we know that anything can happen in finals. We've seen Man United dominate a Europa League final against Villarreal and lose. We've seen Inter Milan lose a Europa League final to Sevilla the previous year. So upsets can happen in finals, but I'm pretty sure that Barcelona are going to get there and I don't see too much of a challenge here coming from Galatasaray. Up next, we look at Rangers versus Red Star Belgrade, where Rangers have been handed a decent draw here, a reward for beating Borussia Dortmund. And they are now the one to two favourites to go through with Red Star Belgrade here at 13 to 8. I think after getting through Dortmund, Rangers will be very, very disappointing to be eliminated here. But they can't look past Red Star Belgrade. Red Star Belgrade will have a chance here, particularly if they can get anything at Rangers. And that will give them a very good chance in the home leg. Therefore, I am going to lean Red Star Belgrade here. This does feel like a big letdown spot for Glasgow Rangers. I think Red Star Belgrade will be able to go to Glasgow and score. Both teams have scored in four of Red Star Belgrade's last five Europa League away games. And Rangers have failed to keep a clean sheet in 10 of their 14 home Europa League games. So this was a team that defended very, very well underneath Steven Gerrard. But they are conceding a lot more goals these days. The key man in this tie, I think 
will be Red Star Belgrade's Mirko Ivancic. He's going to be the key man. He chips in with goals as well. He's got 11 league goals in 26 this season and he's got three goals in Europa League this season. I think he's going to be the best player on the pitch and he can influence how this game goes. I think the first day is going to see Red Star Belgrade sitting in and trying to get something here. And uh, if they can nick a goal and take a draw back to Rangers, even if they get beaten by a single goal, this is very much alive. I think this is much more of a 50-50. I'm not saying categorically that this is a really terrible line and the Red Star Belgrade will go through but this is a 50-50 and you've got a clear one to two favourite in fact in a lot of books Rangers are shorter than that they're even short as two to five and this is obviously them being overvalued off the back of knocking out Borussia Dortmund and all of a sudden I think all of the value shifts to Red Star Belgrade they're still a team that have had to navigate their way here as I said they're very very dangerous at home and I just lean on him here to knock out the overvalued Glasgow Rangers here across two legs in this tie. The final tie we're going to look at here is between Sporting Braga and Monaco, where Sporting Braga are the underdogs here at 11-8, to and Monaco are the 8-13 to favourites to qualify from this tie. Even at the price of 8-13, to I feel that there is some strong value here on Monaco. Braga are a side who are very, very lucky to get here. They needed extra time to knock out FC Sharif of Moldova. Now, that sounds like a decent result because Sheriff came down from the Champions League where they troubled a lot of people, but they're playing out of season. They're out of season and were missing some of the key players from that Champions League campaign. So Braga should have won a lot more comfortably. They lost the first leg away and they needed extra time. That doesn't bode well here of um, against coming up here against the Monaco side. Now, Monaco's season is moving in the wrong direction, but I do feel that they'll have too much here for Sporting Braga. So I'm going to take Monaco to qualify here. Be wary of taking any overs or both teams to score with these two teams in this tie. Because whereas when we look at a lot of these Europa League teams and look at these Europa League games, they're very high scoring. We've picked out a couple of high scoring ties. I'm not expecting that here between these two. Fewer than three goals have been scored in the last five Braga matches in all competitions. And fewer than three goals have been scored in five of the last seven Monaco matches in all competitions. And fewer than three goals have been scored in four of Monaco's six Europa League games and in four of Braga's last six. So... Not expecting too many goals and expecting it to be tight. And if you're looking for that moment of quality, I think Monaco have the better players on the pitch. And as I said, Braga struggled against Sharif, who are out of season. And that doesn't hold them in good stead for me here. I think Monaco will be the team that go through here at the price of 8-13. to so that is your Europa League future show. If you want a breakdown of the first and second legs, there'll be a show out covering all of the first leg ties over at lockbetting.com. And then there'll be a show out covering all of the second leg ties as well. And there'll be a lock on both of those shows. So if you want to get that, head over to lockbetting.com and sign up for that. Be sure to check out all of my content, all the usual content this weekend. And of course, there will be an EPL bonus show as well. There's an EPL bonus show dropping today covering the four midweek games in the EPL. We were supposed to do five. We were supposed to get that show out early, but we changed it because of the ever-changing situation with Kylian Mbappe for Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid. Just an update on that. I do think he plays. I've seen the injury and I don't think it looks too bad. It looks like it will be a bruise at most. And he's also been included in the squad. So an update in that, I do think Kylian Mbappe will play, which obviously gives PSG the advantage once again. 
So don't forget to check out that EPL bonus show tonight covering all of Thursday's games. And don't forget to check out all of the regular content that I do at the weekend over on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. That's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.